Hello, I'm John Bates, and welcome to my podcast, Hope for Today, where I inspire to live with heavenly perspective and kingdom mindset. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Hi, I'm John Bates. I am the host of Hope for Today. Glad having you today, and I believe we're going to have an insightful time as we are really going to focus today on dreams and somewhat on visions as well. And my guest today is proficient in dream interpretation, and she's raising up a team of people to assist in that. And uh, she has a ministry, this MandyOwenMinistries.com, and this is Mandy Owen. Hey, guys. Uh, welcome. Excited to be here. Yeah, glad to have you. So uh, let's just jump right in uh, to the dreams. When did you realize that you had the gift of dream interpretation? Um. I, th- I think I had to foster the gift of the interpretation. I, I knew that I had um, a gift of like really having intense dreams. Um, I had dreams since I was a kid. And I really thought that just everybody, ha- everybody does dream, first of all. Everybody has dreams, even if you don't remember them. But I would have dreams that like really came true like, mm. the, like that week or the right. next day. And um, I thought that just happened to everybody um, until I was uh, an adult, actually, probably in my 20s. And um, something really uh, big happened within our family. And I dreamed it before it happened. And then I realized, oh, you know, the Lord's speaking to me and there's something right. different here. Um, and then after that, I wanted to learn more about how to understand the messages because I knew these dreams were real. I knew that the Lord was speaking to me, but I didn't understand how to how to decipher them. Um, and so I just dedicated myself to study and to learn from people that I trusted. You gave me some references also mm-hmm. as with that. Um, and I just dedicated myself to try to work on that. Okay. You have a a really interesting past. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've written a book in, entitled um, "Where the, the Dirt, Dirt Road, Road Leads,", leads. Mm-hmm. and we'll put a picture of that up right now. And you need to purchase this book; it's it's fantastic, and they can get it on Amazon. Yes, you can get it on Amazon, and we'll have the Spanish version on yeah. Amazon too um, within hopefully a week or so. Yeah, um, Mandy will be leading a women's conference in Honduras in August. Yes. Uh, it'll be your first international ministry venture as yes. Mandy Owen Ministries. Yeah. So that's exciting. And so she's going to be giving this uh, book out to hundreds of uh, women, a lot of leaders. So excited about that. Yeah. But back in the time of this book, were you having dreams then? I was. Yeah. I, I mean, I've always had dreams. I've had dreams. You know, I can never remember not having them. Um, but as a kid, I went through a lot of traumatic things. And so I would have dreams, I think, of, of scary stuff happening. And I, I would push it away. Right. Like, I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know that I had the authority to pray through some of the things that I was dreaming because that wasn't taught to me. And um, and I learned that later. But. Okay. So what would someone do if they have a scary dream? They wake up screaming or uh, hearts beating really fast or they're out of breath. What should they do? Well, I mean, first, you know, you always need to go to the Word of God. Uh, the Word of God and prayer and um, that support group that you can find from people at your church or local church is going to really help you process through that. Um, but in the dream itself, like if you're in a dream and you have a reoccurring dream and you have maybe a dream that's very demonic in nature that you keep dealing with, um, I encourage you to just stop and, and before you even go to bed at night and just ask the Lord to give you the power to overcome that and start looking 
looking for Jesus in that dream because Jesus is there. Um, and, and if you kind of get over the fear while you're in the dream, you can find him and right. you can tell it to stop. And and you will move to a place to where you actually say, no, I don't want to dream this anymore. God, I want to dream something else and you can pull yourself out of it. And that is what I did. I used to have uh, reoccurring nightmares and mm-hmm. I just got tired of it at some point. And I just said, God, I need you to help me. I need to this to stop. And I would start praying through it, and I got stronger and stronger and stronger until I overcame it. Um, but I also had to find Jesus in that dream right. as well. Uh, and, and if you are being terrorized and it happens over and over, I remember a long time ago, way before I was married, a friend of mine confided to me that he was having the same recurring nightmare. He was on the free, freeway. He was in a go-kart, and uh, traffic was all around him. He wasn't going fast enough, and he would, he'd wake up terrified, yeah. just like something's going to hit him. I was yeah. like... Well, next time you have this dream, create an off-ramp yeah, and drive absolutely. it off and get out and walk yeah. away. So that's called then, lucid dreaming. Yeah, so when yeah. he did that, he was able to do that. And then I, we had the talk, what are you walking away in your, from in your life right now? Yeah. What are you needing to leave yeah. behind? And that's he really cool. identified it. That's so. good. You know, a lot of times we have open doors um, mm-hmm. and from our childhood um, um, or maybe things that we, we have unforgiveness or maybe we dabble in something we shouldn't have dabbled in, you know, and we haven't actually closed that door. We haven't forgiven someone. And and the enemy uses those doors to right. terrorize us. Right. Um, he doesn't really have a right to be there, but we need to close the door. We need to ask the Lord to help us with that forgiveness or, or ask for forgiveness of things that we've done, uh, but really give that situation to the Lord and he'll give you the power to overcome That's it. That's good. So if you're having a frightening dream, a terror dream, a bad nightmare, the opposite is going to be what God is saying to you. Yeah. Because God's not going to give you these terrifying right. dreams or nightmares. Right. So don't take it as, oh, God's trying to get my attention. If you're in sin or have an open door, that could be one thing. Or it could be the enemy tormenting you. It absolutely can yeah. be, yeah. yeah. So let's get on the other side of dreams, Acts two seventeen. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Young men will see visions. Old men will dream dreams. So um, help us with this one. I get that your sons and your daughters will prophesy. There's still a lot of lot of church people today that don't think women should be doing anything in ministry. And this verse right here kind of clears it up. Yes, it does. I mean, when you're yeah. prophesying, that is even a, a, a form of delivering the word. I mean, it's a form of encouragement, edifying, building up. The Apostle Paul said, in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, I'd rather have you prophesy than speak in right. tongues even. Right. So uh, we're all to prophesy, men and women alike. Uh, here it says, uh, young men will see visions, old men will dream dreams. I interpret that, um, and you can help me with this. I mean, just interpret it as young people and old people. But you have um, some further explanation on that. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, first of all, um, and not in all cases, but as a pattern, um, whenever you have visions, it, it, a lot of times it's more literal. And you can, like, when you come out of a vision, you know usually what you just saw. Right. I mean, you right. can say, I, I just saw this happening, and you can explain it. Um, but as a dream, uh, a lot of times they're very symbolic, and, and they're they're full of metaphors. And, you know, you have to really pray through that dream, and you have to learn how to really interpret the symbols of that dream. Um, so they can be very confusing. And I think a lot of times people just throw it away because of mm-hmm. that. They don't want to deal 
what they call it a pizza dream. Yeah, and sometimes it's not, you know, and and God can even use pizza dreams too. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, so even no matter what it is, the Lord can still be speaking to you, um, but it's harder for us to, to interpret that or to work through right. the symbols of that. So it takes a level of maturity um, to remember your dreams and to like put to put effort into it right. and to really work through that. And, I, and also, I, I shared a dream with you earlier and you just pulled a scripture verse right mm-hmm. out of your back pocket like oh that dream means this um there's a level of maturity that with that to where you know the, the word of god and you can associate the word of god with some symbols that are in your dreams right and i wouldn't go to a new believer for a dream interpretation right. right because that fits more into the category of young people even in christ seeing visions and we sometimes like to think visions are uh, harder they're really not in prayer. There's a whole segment of people that are seers. Yeah. That they yeah. just see as they pray, as they the word of God comes alive through through vision. But it's those uh more mature people that are able to process their dreams and even interpret right. dreams. So that's that's more where the the older people right. move in that and spiritually. New, right. And a new believer is um because they're still working through a lot of soul issues right. and things. Right. So when they interpret anything in their life, it's going to be based in, in their own circumstances or in, in the soul. Um, so that's part of that reason. But I will say visions are very weighty. You know, yeah, So are. even though, I mean, I'm, I'm saying that there's a um, maturity involved with the dream interpretation, um, vision does, doesn't mean that, that one is weightier than the other. Right. Like a vision, if you have a vision, it's very clear, it's very strong, and it's usually very weighty. You know? It's more understandable. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, so... And I've said this before, visions are like dreams in the daytime. And you can look at dreams as like being visions of the night, but right. they're more shrouded. Right. Um, right. And if you have REM sleep, if you're sleeping through the night and you get your REM sleep, you're dreaming. A lot of nights you're not going to wake up and remember in the morning any of your dreams. That's right. Yeah. If you remember a dream, it has pushed through everything yeah. else and you're supposed to deal with it. Yeah. And you know, sometimes the, you'll have a dream and you'll wake up and you know, like, man, I, something just happened last night, but I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes God has sealed the dream. Yeah. Um, so you may be going through a process of healing um, or a process of deliverance or or the Lord just may be downloading something to you about your ministry, but he's not ready mm-hmm. to reveal it yet. So he's going to seal that. Um, and God created us to uh, dream. I mean, that's the way our bodies are made. That's, that's the mm-hmm. way our brain is made. And I mean, he has this space that's carved out. Out where he can just minister to us right. in our sleep and, and you know through messages or through healing um, and so forth. Right. And these are your dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, there can be some intrusive dreams from the enemy, but he's still filtering through your mind. Uh, dreams from the Holy Spirit that come to you that's still through your mind, your psyche, yeah. your emotions. So they're your dreams that you have to process and even use a, dis- a gift of discerning of spirits. Right. Was this from God? Right. Was this from the enemy? And you know, think, oh man, I don't. How do I process? How can the devil get in my head in my sleep? Well, how does he get in your head when you're awake? That's even more troubling. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you should be even more on guard. But we're tempted. We have crazy thoughts. Yeah. You know, things run through our head while we're awake. So why wouldn't they while we're asleep? Right. Even more unguarded. Right. Um, but I also think we're nearly at times more open to God at night. Yeah, we are. We are. Because we're we're not filtering through our worries and our problems and our way of fixing it. Right. You know, our, our we shut down. You know, mm-hmm. you have and when you're asleep, um, 
your subconscious and everything is at rest. Your body's at rest. And God created that. So we, we don't have that defense mechanism. We don't have right. the noise around us. And we have an openness to really receive from him. We receive warnings from him at times, um, insight on our children. I mean, mm-hmm. how many times have we woken up and just automatically knew, oh, I should do this to fix this problem that right. I had at work? Um, and, and that may have came to you in a dream. You don't even remember it. Right, mm-hmm. right. So it's, it's intriguing. So uh, if you're having trouble with your dreams and interpreting your dreams and you say, I don't even know who to go to, MandyOwenMinistries.com. At this point, she's uh, facilitating and, and entertaining people's dreams so that she can even pass them out to her team because she wants to be a blessing. Yeah. So if, if you're needing dreams yeah. interpreted, Send them into. Yeah, we would love to hear from anyone that that wants help with interpreting their dreams. Um, I want to encourage you though that the revelation is really between you and the Lord. Um, so we help with symbols. We will help you with scripture to try to kind of figure out your dreams. Um, but our heart is really to point people sure. to communication with the Lord. Um, and so, and we do that through dream interpretation. So please send them to us. But um, our our whole goal is to say, hey, there is a deeper level of communication with God. You know, He may be talking to you, and we're not perceiving it. In Job, He says that uh, He speaks this way now, and then that way then, and we don't perceive it. Um, and I, I, you know, so. Our goal is to try to help us um, in this day and time perceive some things that we may not have perceived in the past and to be able to open that communication with the Lord um, at a deeper level to where we're really praying through and getting deep revelation on an insight about things that happen in our church or, you know, uh, prophetic words that might change people's lives. Yeah, that's good. Now, I'm thinking back to a time that I wasn't serving the Lord and I would have these scary dreams. I knew what they were about. I, I knew it was connected to things I was doing that I shouldn't be doing, and it was breaking through. I, I knew those dreams weren't from God. I knew it was from the enemy, and that was a cue to me. You've gone too far. You're you're, you're yeah. slipping. You need to get back in line with God. So uh, dreams are telling. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I just heard a testimony of a, a lady that her her son um, had a dream like that. Mm-hmm. He was 21, um, and he came back to the Lord because of a dream. Like, right. it really scared him, and he knew that it was demonic um, and that it was an attack on him. He came back to the Lord, and he was in a car accident a year later. Wow. Um, and so it it just—and he passed away. You know, mm-hmm. so dreams, you know, are used. And, and I encourage you, if you have children— that you've been praying for, pray that they God send them dreams. Right. God can speak to them in dreams, things that you can't speak to them. Um, and, and it's amazing. You know, you you've mentioned a lot about the Muslims. Pray- yes, yeah. about the Muslims. When, so. when I minister to Muslims, um, a lot of times I'll say, how many of you had a dream about a man in white that you don't know who this is? White robe. And raise their hands yeah. all over the crowd. There could be 300,000 people and maybe 100,000 raise their hands. And I tell them, this is Jesus Christ. You know him as a prophet. You know him as the son of Mary, but he's also the son of God. And uh, he is coming into your dream to bring you peace. Well, you know, you can't fight with somebody's dream. And then when they look around and there's 100,000 other people dreaming of the same man, that's just not the son of a person. That's that's powerful. Well, you know, and how great is God? Like the fact that he would come and and have a dream and have a message to to all those people and similar messages. But he's taking the time to give you a message. He's taking the time to speak to you because he wants to talk to you. He doesn't you know, you don't have to go to your to a pastor or somebody else to hear from the Lord. He's going to send you a message. You just have to perceive it. 
And when you perceive it, you know, you might need help understanding it. And then that's when you need to go. But if once you have an open heart, you know, the Lord can really speak to you. Now, I want to shift a little bit, still staying with this dreams, warning dreams. Yeah. How would you describe a warning dream? A warning dream is, well, first of all, they're usually really heavy. So when you wake up, you kind of feel shook, feel you know, like you're scared maybe a little bit, but you see hope in the dream. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people had a lot of warning dreams during COVID, um, right. during things like that. Or maybe you've had warning dreams about, you know, your, your job or your family and you kind of feel shaken, but you know that, hey, there's some steps I need to take to kind of cover the people around me. Um, and there's always hope in that. The Lord's right. giving you a message. So, so take that, you know, you... You may say, well, I don't like those. Well, it's better than a disaster in your life. Yeah. And, it, and it's not a scary thing no. either. I just want to encourage you guys. Um, when If you get a warning dream, yeah, you may feel a little shaken by it, but it's encouraging because the Lord has given you a, a, a heads up. I mean, right. he's telling you something's coming and now it's time for you to cover yourself. I mean, he wouldn't warn you if there if there wasn't a way to get around it. That's why you we have I mean? weather forecasters. <laughs> yeah. So we don't get rained on our picnics. Right. We know to reschedule or Take an umbrella, right. but we know what it's going to be, right. and you can't you, can you can't change it. It is what it is, and so it's good to have reminders. I live, uh, grew up down near Galveston, Texas. That was the biggest disaster in American history. Um, sometime in the early 1900s, oh, six thousand yeah. people yeah. were killed in a hurricane because there was no warning system. Yeah. The nobody told them a big. They just saw clouds and thought, "Well, it's a storm." Well, it was a mega hurricane. They covered the island with 20 feet of water yeah. and 6,000 people perished. So they would have appreciated a warning. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you take cover from warnings. Right. You, you learn to stay in. You learn to to, to leave if you need to leave. Um, but, I mean, it's God's way of telling you to prepare. But most of all, it's God's way of telling you to pray. So when we get dreams right. like that, I mean, sometimes they're prophetic dreams. I mean, mm-hmm. the Lord says that he's going to, he will uh, let us know what's coming before. Right. You know, he's going to tell his prophets what's going to happen before he does it. But he does that also so that we align with him and that we we announce it. You know, what is Habakkuk 2-2 says mm-hmm. to write it down. Down and to declare it, um, and so that we can come into alignment with what He's doing. And once we we can pray with that and announce it, then then it's almost like it shifts the atmosphere around you. Right. You know? Okay. Uh, here's here's a question I uh, never ask you, so I'm not sure where you stand on this. Uh, some people who interpret dreams use dream books for symbols. Some people say, "No, I want to be totally dependent upon the Holy Spirit." Some Mix them. What What is your recommendation? So about? when I first started learning how to, I didn't use any dream books at all. I mean, mm-hmm. I completely use the Bible completely. I would use um, the context. So basically, if you dream about an elephant, why did you dream an elephant and not a zebra? And you would have to really work that out as to why this this particular item is what you're dreaming. And I, and I used to Google some just to figure out like what the meanings of right. certain things were. But um, I really went to the Bible. Um, mm-hmm. Now, later, I did get, um, I had someone re- referred me to a, a, a Christian. I would say, again, it has to right. be Christian, all right? Dream Encyclopedia that I will use almost, um, if only if I have to. Like mm-hmm. if there is something completely out of the ordinary that I have not seen before um, and I want more reassurance. So I think I right. used that probably three or four years in and it was more about um, giving me reassurance with, right. with some of the things I wasn't sure about. Um, and honestly, it's not my first go to at all. I mean, yeah. I, but um, the Bible's always. I think that, yeah. And the yeah. Bible has many dreams. When we go back to Joseph, uh, who had dreams that were foretelling and uh, we go back to Nebuchadnezzar with Daniel uh, different dreams in the Bible, and they told the interpretations 
Well, when I have dreams that line up with anything like that, I yeah. pull it from there. Right. Like, okay, if that's what it meant there, it's probably mm-hmm. kind of symbolic right. of what it means here. Right. And you will start growing. Once you do that, mm-hmm. once you start working through the Bible and the symbols that you can find in the Word of God um, and through just your natural life, um, you'll be, kind of make your own dictionary. Right. So, like, you have it's your language. It's between you and God. God has always been symbolic. His first language was not English or Spanish or whatever your native language is. His first language was spirit. Right. You know, and so, and he also came from a, a country that was, or a region in time that was very symbolic. And so right. it's something that, you know, he speaks in symbols. But to you, you may have something that happens to you um, as a kid. Maybe you had this dog that meant something to you. And and the, your interpretation, every time you dream about that dog, is going to be something completely different than what my right. interpretation would be. So I have now reoccurring symbols that I know means That's something good. that would not necessarily be in a dream book or dream, right. in a dictionary or anything like that. So it's a process. It's a process. It Just is. as we work at our own salvation we work out dream interpretation. And so I appreciate, uh, Mandy, your contribution to the kingdom in dream interpretation. And I know your ministry is going beyond that. You know, you've written this wonderful book. Uh, You're doing international ministry now. And I'm excited for what God is doing in your life. Yeah, we're excited too. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for being my guest today. There's always hope. There's always a better tomorrow, and I hope you have a great dream tonight. Amen. Why not? Love you guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Hope for Today with John Bates. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review. You can subscribe and share these episodes wherever you listen. You can connect with John through Facebook, Instagram, and at johnbatesministries.com. Have a blessed day.